sufficient evidence to prove money again before we take the thing out of the hands of government. Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin. Today's going to be a very special show. Guys, I know this is premiering. I know this is not live. We are slowly transitioning to a full live show. By the end of the month, it will only be live shows. Anyways, we have a very, very special show today. We're going to talk about Voltage. Very interesting. It's a lightning network, lightning network company. Justin, did I butcher that? <laughs> no, not <Awesome>. really. <laughs> So that's what we're going to talk about. We're also going to celebrate when we're recording this episode. It's August 5th, uh, August 15th. And today's the day that Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard, especially if you're living in the U.S. of A. And of course, a slow creep by regulators maybe gearing towards the Bitcoin 6102, a Bitcoin 6102 order. Maybe, perhaps. We'll, we'll talk about it. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to my legendary co-host. How you doing, Opti? What's up, Nico? What's up, Justin? Uh, we're putting in the work today, boys. We just got done with the spaces, and we are continuing to put out the signal. So good day, good Monday. Signal don't stop. Signal don't stop. Of course, you guys won't see that. You guys will see this like this is a regular show the day after. But we did film this back-to-back -back after the live show that we had about an hour ago, and that's because we wanted to have Justin on the show. So, Justin, why don't you tell everybody what you do at Voltage? What is Voltage? Um, so first of all, it was just a temporary taking us off the gold standard. We might just pop back on any day now, right? Um, but at Voltage, I'm the VP of engineering, uh, which means I draw diagrams and stuff and people try to keep me from writing code. I try to sneak things in from time to time. Um, but a lot of it's just helping put together a great product. So we build lightning nodes for folks. We host lightning nodes. And then we just build other kind of Bitcoin infrastructure to make it easier and easier for people, companies, anybody to use Lightning Network. Hell yeah. So you're building on Bitcoin for Bitcoin. You're building out Lightning. You're pushing for this peaceful, decentralized Bitcoin revolution. Anyways, guys, let's start the show. Number time. Brought to you by Noddle. They make some of the best Bitcoin nodes. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. Remember, guys, if you don't run your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. And if you're a digital nomad, you have no excuse because now you could run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right. So... The Bitcoin price at the time of recording. And again, guys, we we're recording this on August 15th at 3 p.m. So it might be a slightly delayed. Bear with us. It will be a live show coming soon. A completely live show coming soon. Bitcoin price at the time of recording is $24,090. Sats per dollar, also known as Moscow time, 4,151. Block height, 749,593. Reachable Bitcoin nodes, 14,185 blocks to the halvening. 90,407 having estimate April 21st, 2024. Total lightning network capacities. This is for Justin. This one's for Justin. 1,329. The fiat caca value, $32 million. Estimated hash rate, 207 exahashes. Realized monetary inflation, taking the dollar to school, 1.7%. And the market cap of Bitcoin, it's still a baby, 460 billion US dollars. So those are the numbers. Today I want to talk about a very special day 
today in American history. Here's heavily heavily armed clown. He is the man responsible for what the fuck happened in 1971.com. Tomorrow, which he came out with his tweet on Sunday, today is the day. It's August 15th. You know what that means. You all know what that means. What is he talking about? Well, let's check out what the fuck happened in 1971. It's very suspicious. What happened in 1971? You don't have to hear it from Nico. Hear it from Richard Nixon himself. I have directed Secretary Connolly to suspend temporarily the convertibility of the dollar into gold or other reserve assets except in amounts and conditions determined to be in the interest of monetary stability and in the best interest of the United States. In full cooperation with the International Monetary Fund and those who trade with us, we will press for the necessary reforms to set up an urgently needed new international monetary system. Stability and equal treatment is in everybody's best interest. I am determined that the American dollar must never again be a hostage in the hands of international speculators. I'm taking one further step to protect the dollar, to improve our balance of payments, and to increase jobs for Americans. As a temporary measure, I am today imposing an additional tax of 10% on goods imported into the United States. This is a better solution for international trade than direct controls on the amount of imports. This import tax is a temporary action. It isn't directed against any other country. It's an action to make certain that American products will not be at a disadvantage because of unfair exchange rates. When the unfair treatment is ended, the import tax will end as well. Wow, that was a lot of bullshit. And condensed in one or two minutes. Uh, good old Dick. That was his nickname. Wow. Uh, that was a beautiful way of saying we defaulted. Uh, he Notice how he used the word equality. Notice how he used the word temporary. Usually when the government uses those words, it's the exact opposite. Anyways, let's see how awesome it was for Americans because that's, I guess, the case that he's trying to make. This is what the fuck happened in 1971. This is the beginning of the fiat dollar experiment, right? So before, if the U.S. government needed to print money, it was gold back, which kind of protected people from the basement because there was only so much gold. 1971, that ended. There was nothing backing the dollar. It became fiat. Um, The full faith and credit of the U.S. government, whatever the fuck that means. Anyways, so... What the F happened in 1971? Growth in production, hourly compensation. Compensation only 115%. Productivity 246%. Real GDP, real wages, trade policy in the US, right? What the F happened in 1971? Real median weekly earnings of full time workers. Stayed stagnant. Real GDP per capita. Income gains widely shared in early post war decades. Very strange, right? The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Why? The Cantillian effect, right? The rich have the means and assets to save in assets. They benefit from asset inflation. While everybody else, right, they save in cash and they earn in cash, meaning they get affected by inflation. This was a scam. 
That's what it was. And Bitcoin is a protest against that. Anyways, income growth from 1917 to 2020, right? 1970, bottom 90% of earners, right? They were ahead. And then look at what happened. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. That is the cantillion effect for you. And not only that, now they want you to own nothing and be happy. Oh, man. All right. Relentless 50-year decline in wages, share of income, economies, total income also going down. Fast progress, slow progress, average African-American income as of percentage of average uh, Caucasian-American income. Real GDP per capita, medium male income. Again, what the F happened in 1971? And the consequences of it, I think, were absolutely catastrophic. Not only the social, not only the economic consequences, but I think the social consequences for it as well. So anyways... How are you feeling on this uh, day of celebration, Justin? Glad to hold Bitcoin. Uh, glad to work in Bitcoin. Uh, that's amazing. My dad recently was telling me about something, something he could never figure out from his childhood. Something weird happened in 1971, and he's been looking his whole life, couldn't figure out what. <laughs> and I'm like, I can tell you exactly why your mom had to go to work in 1971. Mm-hmm. So. They they stole from us and they I, I think they justified it. Anyways, Opti, what are your what are your thoughts on this, brother? What are your what are your thoughts on this day of celebration? Well, first off, I, I just wanted to say in response to Justin's dad, that's amazing. I uh, like amazing and horrible and sad all at the same time that that you know so many people don't have the information that we have at this moment. And uh, yeah, guys, what the fuck happened in 1971? Like. Oh my goodness gracious lord it's it it's really amazing that we have all these charts showing us you know the receipts about how your productivity has been robbed for the last 50 years and not only yours but your parents and your grandparents and I just like let's just talk about a few things that he said in in that uh in that video like First and foremost, of course, there's an IMF shout out. Like, who uh, who could have saw that coming? Of course, every article we cover here, it's always the IMF says. And it's like, okay, so they've been doing this on repeat for 50 years. Like, it's absolutely insane. And then furthermore, I really loved when he said... Um, the stability and equal treatment of everyone is like, yes, the dollar is stable, like stably losing money consistently. And yes, definitely treating everybody equally by robbing them equally. Uh, Let's see, what else did I write down? Oh yeah, he said, the US dollar will never be hostage to international speculators. Yes, it will just be hostage to US speculators. (laughs) And it's like, Man, and then furthermore, the other one, like the unfair exchange rates of the U.S. dollar. It's like, bro, this is what free markets do. They are pricing your shitty ass shit coin in unfair exchange rate. It's like, man, it. as you can tell, it got me livid. But as, as Justin said in the beginning of this, you know, happy to be a Bitcoiner, happy to be able to spread this signal. And furthermore, happy to be able to like understand what is actually happening here because... Man, just imagine if you didn't know any of this happened and you didn't know what the fuck happened in 1971, like you would still be looking for the answer or you still furthermore wouldn't even know that there's a problem. So shouts out to every one of you guys that are listening right now because you are so far ahead of the game. It's amazing. Like, you know, Bitcoin is the exit door. You know, Bitcoin separates money from state. And this is the reason why. 
because we are all living in a paper Ponzi and we're just untethered from reality. Like it's absolutely insane that this is the status quo. Yep, it's paper Ponzi. I freaking love that. But anyways, let's get to the news. Daily news. Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make some of the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch from node cases to key rings to the vents on the back of your ASIC for air management. And of course, the famous 3D printed Bitcoin grenade toy, which comes in any custom color your heart desires. You want it in gold? They make it in gold. And you can take advantage of the promo code down below to get 5% off CryptoCloaks.com. All right. So today we're going to talk about Voltage. This is a company that Justin works at. Run Lightning instantly. Enterprise-grade infrastructure for Lightning Network scalability should be as fast and easy as Lightning itself. That sounds awesome. Justin, first of all, I always make every Lightning genius that comes on the show. What is the Lightning Network? Why should people care about it? Oh, goodness. Uh, there's a few different answers to that question. Um, basically, Lightning gets Bitcoin to be cash again for a lot of folks. Um, I think that's the most approachable thing. It makes it fast and uh, free to send Lightning to send Bitcoin around. Uh, you can have like 100 bucks worth of Bitcoin and use it to buy coffee and stuff like that. Um, we've been in I've been in the space for a while. It used to be a meme that you would buy coffee at Starbucks with Bitcoin. Uh, and that just can't happen on chain. Um, but with Lightning, it can. So it's kind of a scaling layer, is another way to put it, uh, for Bitcoin. Like it's just another layer of Bitcoin. You use Bitcoin, move it around, all the trustlessness, uh, but it's fast and free generally to do a small transaction. Awesome. So let's talk about the, so there's always pros and cons. You're an engineer, you know this, right? So what are the pros <laughs> yeah. and what are the cons of the Lightning Network? Uh, so the pros are fast, free, private, basically. Um, that's a huge thing for Lightning and privacy, especially recently. Um, cons are it's tricky to use um, in general. Like it takes more work and it's hard to move like significant amounts of money. Moving around a couple thousand dollars at a time is really hard on Lightning. It's magically easy with Bitcoin. Um, so... And then, uh, but for a lot of online stuff, for things like streaming podcast payments, uh, for buying some beef, you know, from your laptop, uh, it's really, really easy and magical um, up to kind of like the $100 size. Awesome. So let's talk, because you, I think you, you gave me a perfect segue, right, about how Lightning was, is hard to use to set up specifically. I think that's perfectly where Voltage comes in. So why don't you explain to everybody what Voltage does, what it enables, how it makes people's lives easier, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So our kind of key value prop is we will run your Lightning node for you. Um, I guess one of the big, big differences between Lightning and Bitcoin is you always need to be online. You've got Bitcoin basically in a hot wallet that needs to be online. Um, so we will do that part for you. We run your node software for you uh, in the cloud, always connected, all that. Um, it is non-custodial. We don't have your keys. You have your keys, uh, but we have your node, um, basically. So we 
all we know generally is kind of how much RAM your node is using. Uh, we can't see money moving. We can't do anything like that. That's very, very important to us. Um, so we always encourage people to try Lightning out, go learn it with like an umbral or something like kind of cut your teeth. But when you need it to always, always work, come to Voltage and then we will start the node, few clicks, couple minutes and bam, it's running. So talk to me a little bit, Justin, about, you know, because I think that people are looking at Lightning Network the way that perhaps some people saw the internet in the late 90s. They're like, yo, you have that famous Paul Krugman quote, the internet's not going to amount to more than the fax machine, right? And I think that by being in that tunnel, it's very difficult to see forward. So where do you see this going? Do you see all the all the nooks and crannies being taken out of the Lightning Network. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's that's hard. Uh, that's a great, great question. Um, and so it's like, you know, internet in the 90s or Bitcoin in 2012 or 13, right? Um, it's a solution that's there. It's building for sure. Um, but we've got a long ways to go. Um, we see a lot of adoption with machine machine payments. People are doing kind of cool streaming sats to pay electricity, things like this, some kind of new applications. And then of course, all the retailers are announcing it too. Um, right now, the kind of general consensus is Lightning is payments. Um, so Bitcoin for payments kind of sucks. Lightning for payments works really well, as long as it's a pretty small payment and you have everything set up for you. Um, and so that, that message is really working. That's why you see every single big provider, um, all the kind of fintech companies are kind of picking up lightning technology and running with it. Um, And so we're really excited by that for sure. Um, We've got big name kind of partners kind of in early conversations and everybody's coming, you know, Cash App makes using lightning super great and easy. Um, And so we're seeing this kind of adoption around the fintech space and in the lightning network that said it's hard to build (laughs) you know uh it's hard to build in a small network uh in a small environment and sometimes it can be discouraging you know when you see uh when you see the bitcoin price drop when you see anything kind of down um it can be challenging but we're here you know we come up we show up to work every day we build stuff we make it easier for people to use and so we get uh, a new customer success story Um, you know, once a week we have somebody who's delighted and tells us something new and great and that's fun, but it's still a very early technology. Uh, and with any early technology, you're going to get people burned. Like people are going to come and have a bad time. And it's like, yeah, sorry, bro. (laughs) Like I I couldn't, like you didn't get to us in time. Um, and you know, we might've lost that customer or whatever. Um, but it's early technology. And so it's fun to build. It's hard to build sometimes, uh, but we're here. Yeah. Um, so when do we get, and I and I understand exactly how you're feeling because we might not be building a fancy lightning stuff that everyone's going to be using, but we are building, you know, Bitcoin. We are creating Bitcoin media and we're doing it day in, day out, day in, day out. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, we, the comments, you know, we get direct comments, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the encouragements are definitely amazing and we really appreciate all you guys for doing that for us it really really helps believe it or not um so i understand exactly how you feel i'll say that um so 
when will we get to a point, Justin? I think this is a million dollar question, and we'll you know we'll talk about the recent uh, recent press release that you guys had. Um, when will we get to a point? Do you ever see lightning being used by most people? Because the thing is with with the main chain, right? I'm I'm a miner, right? So the main chain is always like it, like I don't care paying max fees because I feel like I'm paying myself in a way. I don't care. Um, but when will we, do you think that we can ever get to a point where someone downs, downloads a Bitcoin wallet, it has lightning network functionality and it's ready to go from the beginning. I know that Mun wallet already kind of does that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they use submarine swaps to kind of facilitate that. Um, do you see yourself, do you see that it getting to that point where downloading a Bitcoin wallet has lightning already in it because that's the key right is having all the complexity on the back end no one has any idea no one knows of the tricks and the things that you the hoops that you had to go through in order to facilitate in order to make that happen do you think we'll ever get to a place where lightning is as easy to use for the user for the everyday user than the main chain yes um and this is a fun this is a fun question too because so cash app um uses lightning right so i was doing some weird maintenance on my node and i needed to send like five bucks to pay an invoice and my node was in a weird state i needed to wait for a couple confirmations to come and uh so i'm like waiting on the main chain and i was like wait and i went and i bought 10 bucks worth of bitcoin on cash app and then paid an invoice with it like in a less than a minute and that was magical. Um, I think that that is a very, very convenient thing. It is obviously not a sovereign thing. You know, like there is no part of my like financial life that I feel like super comfortable with this other than like paying, you know, five bucks for, you know, five minutes. Um, and so we will see that and people will always trade security for convenience um, in general. And for a lot of people, that's a good thing. Like, I don't want my grandma to hold her private keys. Like, it's just not a good, good bet for, you know, for the family. Um, so we will see, and we're really pushing that down though, because like right now you can do it fully custodial and it's automatic. Um, and then we are working toward making it so that it's non-custodial and feels mostly automatic. And, you know, I think that delivers a lot of, value to a lot of people a lot of the kind of like sovereign bitcoiners um and that's really excellent and but a lot of the kind of engineering infrastructure stuff like that um that we're kind of targeting is more the companies that enable these seamless user experiences because you can't make it i mean starting a lightning wallet is going to require at least a confirmation from somewhere you know, and people don't want to wait 10 minutes sometimes. So there's always trade-offs in all this. I value security, privacy, you know, sovereignty for the majority of my wealth. But sometimes to like buy a coffee in some place, it's worth it to let Jack know that I spent five bucks. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I think that's one of the trade-offs, right? The trade-off, like, for example, I don't mind having a hundred bucks on my MUN wallet. Yeah. You know, fine. It might be not completely sovereign. I don't have full self custody, 
but it's like I don't have to jump through the hoops. So you do agree that there will be kind of some trade-off. But at least, do you think it will be better than a fully custodial service like like Cash App? So I think that convenience, like you can always trade privacy for convenience. I think that will always be a trade that's available. Um, we want to make the kind of margin on that trade as low as possible or the kind of the alpha or whatever, like the convenience on that trade uh, as low as possible, for sure. I don't think we can ever get there. Like it's like a strict law of computer science, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but we want to make it as magic as it can be for gotcha. sure. And we're working with some great partners to try to do that. Um, and there's some really neat technological innovations around like zero comp channels and, you know, this kind of, just in time uh, channel resizing that will be able to do that where it can feel magic like that and still be private. And then the private Z part, like that's where I think a ton of value comes from. Yeah. Cause that's the important part, right? Is keeping the privacy, keeping this somewhat sovereignty, but mm -hmm. it happening in the background, kind of like a proton mail, right? Odell gave yeah. me that quote and it was such a beautiful quote. It's like, look, some people signed up for pro. They don't know what they're getting themselves into. They don't know that the inbox is encrypted. They're like, look, it's another, it's a regular email. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not your servers a hundred percent, but at least they can't see what you're doing, right? Yeah. At least they can't see your transactions. Anyway, speaking of technological innovations, you guys happen to have one recently. This is a post from your, uh, from voltage dot mm -hmm. cloud effortless inbound channel opening for voltage nodes. For any lightning junkies out there, I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, what we we have learned working with businesses is that many node runners are starting from ground zero. I think I just asked you about this when it comes to the lightning network. Creating a node with voltage is a simple two-minute process. But what's next? The task of finding inbound liquidity to receive payments has been a challenging step in the process. Today, that got much simpler. Voltage node runners just got a big quality of life boost with the click of one button all users running a voltage node may claim 500,000 sats of inbound liquidity from the main voltage node the purpose of this service is to immediately help onboard merchants and businesses as well as general node runners no more searching and waiting for channels you could start using lightning even faster inbound liquidity is lightning network terminology for the amount of value you can receive into your node node having inbound liquidity is required to receive payments it has always been challenging getting that initial liquidity but we are tackling that problem head-on for our customers so you guys are providing the how does that work uh we literally open a channel to you from our node so you're uh, using your bitcoin mm -hmm. voltage is using their bitcoin yep and and your truck how, how do you make sure they don't rug pull <laughs> So Lightning makes it so they can't steal the money, right? So like Lightning is safe like that. Um, there are some weird edge scenarios that I probably should, but you know, like if somebody could like open and close a channel a thousand times in an hour, it would cost us thousands of sats, maybe tens of thousands of but sats. But you could, you can close, close, but you channel, can close the channel, right? If that happens, um, you'll know under your attack, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, and we can like disable that user or we can like whatever. There's stuff like that. Um, so the funds are always, you know, the funds are SAFU for us, uh, with the exception of like on chain fees churn, like it's kind of where we um, run a little bit of risk um, with that. But like opening a channel to somebody, it's committing some capital, uh, you know, always like that's how these channels work. If I'm going to 
go into business with you by opening a lightning channel to you, um, then I'm going to commit some capital or maybe we both do. Um, and so we are willing to do that for our customers, but we find it's definitely worth it for helping people come on board more quickly. The first like 15 minutes of bootstrapping a node can be really awful. Um, and so, you know, if we can just make that a button or, you know, make it a checkbox when you're signing up, like I always want to have inbound liquidity. Uh, that's something that people are coming to us and asking for. So, yeah, so it sounds like you guys are subsidizing up to a certain amount to facilitate the onboarding to make it mm -hmm. easier for someone getting in. Um, that's absolutely awesome. It really sounds like to me what you guys are really doing is you're facilitating the usage of Lightning by making the, the user experience phenomenal and decreasing the amount of headaches as much as humanly possible. That's what yeah. it sounds like you guys are doing. Yeah, one kind of speed bump at a time. That's kind of all we can do. So um, we've got a huge kind of feature backlog uh, and love hearing from people like, why can't you make this automatic? Um, and so we're working on all of those things for sure. Um, but we're always excited to make steady progress. So are you guys more tailored towards businesses? Are you guys more tailored to individuals? Who are you guys for? That's a, so we're for both. Um, and that's something that we, we talk about this, you know, when we have our kind of retreats where we all get together, uh, we talk about this. Um, we are plebs, you know, like we come from this, like we just care about everybody using Bitcoin. Um, and so we are very passionate about the early, um, early adopter developers getting started with Lightning. That said, like we can't charge enough people eight bucks a month to like keep the lights on here. Um, and so the people that will kind of pay the bills are the big customers. They're the banks and they're, they're people like that um, that want to run real enterprise grade, um, have these kind of enterprise grade experiences. Um, so we, our heart is there. Like we do all our work is largely focused on making the kind of entry developer experience as seamless as possible to bring more people into the network. Um, but our, you know, the customers that pay the bill are going to be the big boys. Awesome. Yeah, that ma that makes total sense. So um, one last question before I pass it on to Opti. Um, where do you see the Lightning Network in 10 years? And where do you want to see the Lightning Network in 10 years? So I think that was a great analogy about kind of the proton mail. Um, another one is iMessage, where with iMessage, all of a sudden, everybody's messages were end-to-end -end encrypted, and it was magic, and nobody knew. Um, I want the Lightning Network to feel like that. People moving money around will be super private and super painless, and maybe they will know that they use Bitcoin or Lightning to move stuff around, uh, but more likely, most people won't. Um, and so I just want to focus on making it as easy as possible. And so people don't really have to know giving people all the benefits without them having to do extra work. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think, I think we both hope for the same thing, right? We hope for the amazing UX where, you know, your grandma doesn't even know she's using Bitcoin if she, if, if she doesn't look under the hood. Anyways, the master of mayhem behind Simply Bitcoin Twitter. <laughs> Opti, do you want to chime in on this before uh, we yeah, move on yeah, to the daily yeah. culture? You, you answered most of the questions that I had already. 
Um, but first and foremost, like I love lightning. I, I love the lightning user experience and I'm, I've been pushing for this idea of like, how do we Appleify Bitcoin products? And I think you guys are doing that with lightning, which is, you know, like kudos to you guys and, and any other Bitcoin companies out there that are making Bitcoin easy for, like we're saying, like your grandma. It's so mm -hmm. awesome. Completely awesome. And, uh, I think my, my main question is for all the plebs out there. Is it still profitable for people to run lightning routing nodes out there? <laughs> uh, I've not, I run my node at a loss. Um, I've made, I make some sats on it sometimes. I can't seem to make money doing it. I see people that do um, for sure. Um, I don't have that gene in me that can let me farm that node. Uh, we're building tools to help people do it better um, for sure. But it's not, I mean, I have a, I have miners that generate a lot more <laughs> profit than my routing node. Um, and so if I'm going to like commit, you know, a Bitcoin to setting up a lightning routing node as like a source of income, uh, I think you'd be much better off buying like, you know, an S19. Um, so there's definitely, it's a place to explore. It's a place to learn. Um, it's not quick and easy money for sure. Like this is not some DeFi shitcoin casino thing where you're gonna get a 7% yield or a 10% yield or maybe even two. Um, but maybe we can get you like 50 basis points like Bitcoin on Bitcoin. Like that's something um, for sure. And yeah, so, and like you, I love Lightning. I've been in the space a long time. I built some like Bitcoin software before. And then I was like, I don't know that Bitcoin needs me. Like I spent a couple of years kind of like that, um, but then found lightning and it's like, oh yes, like I can actually build something that will matter. Um, and so that's been a really, really great experience to have for sure. That, like that's, that's absolutely, builders. that's absolutely yeah, incredible. Awesome. Yeah. I, um, I gave up lightning routing node and I just like, <laughs> I set one up just to push payments through privately. And it's like, that's where I'm at. And uh, I just, one more thing. I, yeah. I don't want you to, uh, to, you know, put yourself in, in any position, but you just drop some sauce that everyone is coming to lightning. Can you drop any clues on who these big guys are coming in using lightning? There's, I don't have announcement. No, <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> say, less, say less. That's say enough. Less. That's enough. That's enough. At the Bitcoin con conference in Miami, right? Like everybody was there, okay. right? It's like every single FinTech company announced lightning support. Some of them are, very early on that journey, <laughs> you know, they, they announced it in Miami um, and they're, they're working, you know, they're getting there and they're uh, about it. Some of them have it live and that's awesome. bullish, still I'm bullish. We're excited about a mining pool. Like I really want a mining pool to do lightning payouts. Hmm. Um, so that's my kind of like, that's where I'm asking people for like, who do I know at lightning pools or at Bitcoin I, I, pools. I can get you in contact with the Luxor guys if you want. Cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. We will, we will message. We should do, Opti. We should do. We should get Guzman and Justin, and we should do a show, and see how they react. Ah, oh, that'd be great. All right. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's move on to the daily culture. Daily culture brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. 
Swan incentivizes self-custody and they also incentivize dollar cost averaging. Spread out that risk. Visit swanbitcoin.com today. All right, before I want to give a shout out to Pacific Bitcoin. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on the West Coast, November 10th through 11th in Los Angeles, California. Speaker list includes Lynn Alden, Corey Clipston, Jeff Booth, Dylan LeClaire, Pierre Richard, Mark Moss, Alex Gladstein, Parker Lewis, Dr. Jeff Ross, and many, many more. If you definitely want to go check out the Pacific Bitcoin Conference, and you can take advantage of the promo code Simply Bitcoin to get 10% off your tickets. Opti. This was terrible. This was absolutely <laughs> atrocious. What's going on? Okay, guys. Yes. So to the audio listeners, I know I know. Uh, I said that we are kind of moving away from the fail, but this is definitely a fail, and we're going to add the culture on top of it. So first and foremost, to you guys listening in the audio, we got Ryan Adams' tweet here about... Bitcoin Maxi's dunking on DeFi. So let me just read these tweets and then we'll we'll get some commentary from our favorite Bitcoin Twitter toxic maxis. Anyways, Ryan goes, if you're a Bitcoin Maxi dunking on DeFi right now for getting sanctioned, here are some hard truths. One, we're all in this together. <laughs> Two, Bitcoin wasn't sanctioned because it doesn't have on-chain privacy to begin with and therefore isn't a threat. So uh, nothing cypherpunk about that. Whew. All right, guys, I know you're triggered. I know there's a lot of triggering going on out there, but I don't even think that this is the worst part of this, this whole thing that freaking exploded on Twitter. We saw this tweet followed up in uh, Ryan's tweet, and it goes by some dude named Mr. Whale Street, and he goes, one, they are going after the developers of TC, uh, Tornado Cash, open source code, not the users, and two, U.S. Treasury, here's your list to arrest when you add the BTC core to your list. Shouldn't be too hard to find these quote-unquote decentralized developers. Like, holy shit. All right, so let's recap. First off, uh, Ryan Adams, we are not all in this together. Remember how many times, <laughs> like how many times on Twitter have we seen shit corners, ETH meth heads telling us that, oh, Bitcoin uh, is old tech. Bitcoin is MySpace and how ETH is going to do the flippening and how ETH is so much better, much wow, much innovation. And now when they are getting wrecked, they're like, wait, guys, we are all in this together. We're still in the same game. It's like we... Do not forget all those times you guys tried to dunk on us and tell us that Bitcoin maxis are stupid, that we're illiterate psychopaths, and that ETH is a much more better blockchain. And then furthermore, this guy right here, just like, it's disgusting to put these names out here. Like, look at these guys. These are to be arresting. It's absolutely crazy. And then furthermore, people were going down the rabbit hole saying that, uh, you know, Bitcoiners are endorsing the state to sanction open source devs. And I didn't see any of that. We were just, most of the people I saw were acknowledging the fact that this is happening. But here's Gigi. We're all in this together, they say. And then there's a huge thread here. And I'm not going to go into the thread, but I'll put it in the show notes. And I love Gigi just continues to dunk on him because this guy is completely lost a plot. But he goes, maximalists shouldn't be dunking on DeFi, siding with the state. Here we go. There's that narrative for being sanctioned because BTC devs too can just as easily be arrested for their open 
Kinsler's code. And Gigi just absolutely snaps. Shouts out to Gigi. I'm going to read some of these comments because I think they need to be read. And Gigi goes, if you think that maximalists are siding with the state, you are re- literally highly regarded and i'm not even sorry for saying that it's a harsh truth that you better learn now than later for years now bitcoiners have been trying to warn you guys that a decentralization is actually important b good obsec is paramount and c the whole point is the separation of money and state nothing else this is not a game as is hopefully becoming more by the day it's not all unicorns and happy paths it's fucking velociraptors that will maul you to death at the first chance they get what happened to the tornado cash devs is absolutely disgusting and no bitcoiner i know is cheering for it to the contrary many high profile bitcoiners have spoken out about the insanity of the legal precedent it says Either code is speech or it isn't. Either free speech means something or it doesn't. Either peaceful civilians are allowed to send messages to each other or not. If not, the authoritarians have showed their cards clearly and so be it. Me and Nico have been saying this exact thing and I love that Gigi can put in a few tweets because we've been telling you guys for weeks since this came out that, and even furthermore, that freedom of speech is a Bitcoin fight and this just proves our point even more. And furthermore, this is why we are so adamant about you guys taking self-custody and running slash using your own nodes because this is what decentralization is, guys. Not this pseudo decentralized uh, you know, decentralized secure theater that is going on in the shitcoin land. Everyone now knows that ETH and DeFi projects and shitcoin projects at large are not decentralized. There's only one true decentralized coin and it is Bitcoin. This is why we go so hard in the paint telling you guys to run your own nodes, do self-custody because the state hates you and they do not want you to exit the matrix. Guys, like, oh, all right, anyways. Richard Dick Whitman on Twitter. Again, I love his account. Go follow him. In this together, only when shit blows up in their faces. And look at these these tweet screenshots by our boy Big Sean Harris. And he goes, here, and I'm going to date this for you guys. So, 4121, when Bitcoin maximalists say ETH isn't competing to be sound money, what they really mean is they're scared. Yes. Okay. For Whatever. And Anyway, zero. That's the number of maximalists you have to convince for Ethereum to change the world. A billion people will enter shitcoins this decade. None of them are maximalists. 8620. And then former Bitcoin maxis, what changed your mind? Literally, I don't understand anyone that could escape the fiat system, understand Bitcoin, and then ever go back to anything else. It just doesn't work like that. Again, 12621. And then you have this news. If you're a Bitcoin maxi dunking on DeFi right now for getting sanctioned, here are some hard truths. We are not in this together, guys. This is absolute highly regardation. Anyways, to just add some more signal to what we're saying, shouts out to Matt O'Dell. He retweeted this tweet like, of course, we've been saying for years now, as you can see the date, November 16, 2018, decentralization is more than just a marketing term you can slap on any project. It is essential and is the only reason Bitcoin has survived while all centralized predecessors have failed. Bitcoin is still not decentralized enough, but it becomes more so every day. Guys, this is why we tell you guys to use your own nodes to secure your keys because we need to ensure that Bitcoin stays decentralized that it cannot get 
co-opted by the state because we know that they want to co-opt Bitcoin. They're going to try to regulate Bitcoin. They're doing anything they can to stop the escape route. And this is why we show up every single day. This is why my friends are toxic on Twitter because stop fucking with our money and stop convincing these noobs that your shitcoin is decentralized. You are doing humanity a disservice and it's absolutely fucked up. You guys should be ashamed. And this is why we tell you guys to just stay humble and stack sats because we knew that this day was coming and we've been telling you guys for a while. And of course, I needed to get one just solid, solid dunking tweet in here so you guys can get why you guys are so toxic and why it is important. Shouts out to Bitcoin is saving. One of the best Bitcoin Twitter accounts out there. And it's referencing the Marathon OFAC compliance uh, you know, news that we covered a long time ago. And it goes, toxic BTC maxis bullied a public company into abandoning OFAC compliance. ETH pumpers immediately gave into OFAC. We are not the same and we are not in this together. We are fundamentally fighting different battles. And this is coming even more evident to me every single day. If you happen to hold shit coins right now, if this is news to you, if, if, if you've been turned off by a quote unquote toxic Bitcoin maximalist, I would just, I would wish that you would continue to double down on your education. See why people are this toxic. Try to understand why people do what they do because we fundamentally know one thing. The powers that be do not want you to escape and they will find any way to make sure that you stay in their system. But this is why we Bitcoin. This is why we tell you guys to use nodes. This is why we we always talk about self-sovereignty. And of course, like I know I'm docs now, but remember I used to wear a mask to hide my face because, you know, I was very concerned with this. But I sacrificed everything for you guys and for the signal because I understand that we are here to spread the sound money gospel. This is bigger than me. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I know it's kind of a bad meme, but we are the sacrificial lambs. We are the pioneers that are putting it all on the line to free humanity from this ridiculous system that we are living in that is the status quo. This is why we do what we do. This is why people are toxic. It's not just because they're assholes. It's not just because they're rude. Yes, some of them are just assholes and some of them are just rude but it's bigger than any one of us. Bitcoin, in my mind, fundamentally frees humanity from the yoke of fiat slavery. And this is why we need some people to be public facing. And this is also why we need people to be anon. Rant over, Nico. I'm sorry, I, I'm yelling in your ears, but dude, this is, dude, this go is the for stuff it. that gets me livid is when, when they bundle us up into one big kumbaya party. And I know Becca's gonna be calling me softy opti and stuff because I'm trying to spread the good word of Bitcoin. And I realize that positivity goes a lot farther than negativity, but there's a time and a place to stand up for the things you believe in. And there's a time and a place to fight against this narrative. And this is why we do it, guys. This is why you stay toxic. This is why you use a node. Like, this is why you take your keys into self-custody, take your coins off exchanges. This is the fight here, guys. Zoom out. It is bigger than just dunking on shit corners on Twitter. This is a fundamental information war, and we are trying to educate people and get people farther down the rabbit hole. And like, like we have Justin here, man, more people need to 
create and build products that in my opinion, I know you guys are going to dunk on me because you guys hate Apple products, but it's a good meme. <laughs> we need to Appleify these products so that your grandma can <laughs> use them so that more people know like, or rather, so more people don't have to know what to do correctly. It's just done up front to protect the users. Rant over, Nico. Jump in. Yeah, uh, this is good stuff. This was, this was uh, the second uh, second culture, daily culture. Look, I'm sweating over here because I'm getting heated. Opti, Opti, Opti's going in. He's, he's filling the shoes. He, he's doing super well. I love it. Uh, yeah, dude, that was some daily fucking culture right there. Um, no, but seriously... Yeah, dude, look, he was he was like, we're all in this together, but I hope you guys get arrested. Like, total bullshit. Um, I, look, I, I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Shitcoiners, I think, inherently are, are statist deep down inside. They have to ally to the state to ensure their centralized shitcoin project and it survives. That's just a fact. Guy Swan has an amazing quote. Um, Shitcoiners don't mind shooting Bitcoin in the back if it means getting their Lambos, right? And clearly... That was shown bright as day yesterday. Anyways, Justin, what are your thoughts? I know that was a long monologue, but Opti, Opti's, uh, Opti's really feeling it. He's embracing the daily culture. I love it. It was, yeah. Um, I mean, the state's the final boss, right? Like we can sit there and we can get, you know, 20 more people to use Bitcoin next week or tomorrow, or you can do your little bit. But at the end of the day, the central bankers are coming for you. Like, you know, the... The guys with the gold um, tend to also have the guns or whatever. <laughs> I forgot how to mangle this one, or I know how to mangle that one. Uh, but the state is the final boss, like, and that's the thing. And then they say, like, the other thing that's going to be really interesting that's happening right now on this front is ETH going to proof of stake in theory, where, like, we've seen them, like, the Ethereum Foundation is literally lobbying the European Union to shut down proof of work. Like, they are spending millions of dollars and begging, you know, regulators to shut down Bitcoin. Um, and they're not our friends. Like this is, that's an act of war, you know, from them. Uh, when really, if you, they want to be in this together, that's cool. Like proof of work is cool. Um, don't make a new money, but proof of work is cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, like they're actively fighting against um, everything that we're working toward and that that sucks and like it sucks to see them get slapped you know like it's a inhumane thing that's happening to these people none of it makes any sense at all like you cannot sanction a piece of code like that's totally nuts um, and we'll see how this develops uh, I hope they can fight it um, you know because privacy is super important speech is code code is speech um, they can't like I thought that we cared about this. You know, I'm a free speech maximalist. I'm a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, you know, like all these values that we hold have been forged in war, you know, like they've been forged in really hard circumstances. We can't be scared of it. Like it's not a, it's not something you get by asking nicely. Like you can't separate money and state <laughs> uh, by, by being like, please, you know, like I've got some nice, you know, purple pants and a unicorn shirt. Um, it, it's war, for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's war, and I I love the part where you mentioned how the Ethereum Foundation is actively trying to attack Bitcoin's Bitcoin mining, right? And we've been covering this, and this goes back to my original point, right? Is that Ethereum doesn't mind allying with the state as long as it ensures their survival. 
Does that mean that they'll bow down the knee to, you know, regulatory censorship? Of course, as long as Ethereum gets to be on top, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely agree. I think that that's where this is going. I think it's in it, it's an inevitability. And yeah, man, it's going to be a hell of a fight. And it's really up to Bitcoiners on an individual grassroots level to, to get the truth out. Proof of stake is a continuation of this of the of the system that we've had for centuries. Proof of work is the innovation. It's what allows rules without rulers. It allows the incorruptibility of Bitcoin. Without proof of without proof of work, that is absolutely impossible. So, yeah, completely agree Hold with on, you, Nico, Justin. Before this- we go into the next second, uh, you guys sparked an idea in my head, and it's something that I said and been saying is the only ideas that matter are the ones that you're willing to stand up and fight for fundamentally full stop the only ideas that matter are the ones that you're willing to fight for and then furthermore it's just a meme guys came for the money and stayed to fix the money this is what we're all doing this is the mission all right nico we can move on fuck yeah fuck yeah opti opti stepping into the shoes i love it uh but yeah the absolutely absolutely true opti preach it's gonna be a hell of a fight in front of us and you just got to build whether that's lightning stuff or that's making content you just got to put your head down and build and push the peaceful bitcoin revolution my name is opti i am building exactly all right it's my favorite point favorite part of the show let's do this daily meme review brought to you by citadel 21 it's the best bitcoin cultural zine it's stories articles comics by actual bitcoiners this is the artwork for volume 11 this is artwork for volume 10 And this is the artwork for volume two. Volume two is almost sold out because there's only a thousand physical copies made per volume. So get your prints of Citadel 21 today before they run out. All right, guys. Well, of course, I'm going to find some memes to dunk on Ryan Adams. So first one is by at goldleader89. He goes, this aged well. July 2nd, DeFi Bosun. Please, bro. They want to regulate us, bro. We need to stand together. We're all in this together, bro. Please. And he's crying over here. Literally, dart center target. Let's go. Anyways, this is a Bitcoin show. We do talk about inflation a lot. And I really like this meme by uh, the Anarchist Institute at No Master No Ruler. And it goes... Inflation is theft, $20 in 1932, what this $20 can buy, 482 gallons of gas, 427 gallons of milk, 675 dozen eggs, and 2,700 first-class stamps. This is 1932, and then $20 today, what this $20 can buy, five gallons of gas, four gallons of milk, seven dozen eggs, and 33 first-class stamps. I wonder what has happened. Shouts out to uh, Heavily Clowned Arm. What the fuck has happened in 1971? What the hell happened in the turn of the century? Hmm. Remember the Federal Reserve was created in 1913. Hey, nothing. Uh, anyway, this next by Bitcoin Magazine. And I'm pretty sure this is a Lena Ciche, uh meme. And it goes, nobody uses Bitcoin. And we have someone trying to dunk on a Bitcoin. Nobody uses Bitcoin. And then the next one, you can see the charts going past 40K. And it goes, nobody uses Bitcoin except speculators. Of course, move the goalpost. Continue to move the goalpost. And then... This is Bitcoin in El Salvador at Bitcoin Beach. None of the other countries are using Bitcoin. Oh, my God. No one uses Bitcoin. We just have country, nation-state adoption. We have 
individuals using Bitcoin and it been pumping, but hey, nobody's using Bitcoin because none of the other planets are using Bitcoin. The shit coiners and no coiners will continue to move the goalposts so that they can make their narrative work and continue to believe that no one is using Bitcoin, but we know better. And then this one, it, I, I thought this was a great meme. Shouts out to Wall Street Silver. They, they do a really good job with meme curation. I don't think they're making all these memes. But anyways, they got the eyes and it goes, Google, why censorship? And it goes blank. And the responses are, why censorship is important? Why censorship is necessary? Why censorship is important for us? Why censorship is good in schools? And we got George Washington and goes, Benjamin, get the musket. Guys, remember what we've been telling you about freedom of speech for as long as this show has been going Freedom of speech is a Bitcoin fight. And here is further proof that our founding fathers would have been vomiting over what's going on right now. Anyways, moving on. This is a response to Matt O'Dell. And he, Matt O'Dell tweet goes, we either make freedom money the standard or our grandchildren live in a world of complete and total obedience. It is that simple. And I love this meme because I think that this is a message that more people need to understand left right it's two wings of the same bird they want to divide and conquer anyways we got a uh, you know the federal reserve uh i forget what what would you call this guy but he's in a you know top hat nice suit and then he has this in a little fish tank and it goes they have you fighting each other instead of the system that enslaves you this is literally what i just said in the culture section we have a bigger fight than us and, and us bickering on Twitter, the enemy is the central bankers, the enemy is state, the state hates you. And then one more, just on the note of my culture one, this is by level 39, and it goes, we're all in this together. And it got shirts right here that say, ban, proof of work. <laughs> and the last guy looks up as the Bitcoin Citadel bridge gets drawn up and it goes, I guess shit coins, what's this say? I guess decentralization was important after all <laughs> yes i guess it was and now you are feeling the consequences anyways let me see what do i have oh yeah here's my meme score for today on the on the idea of the meme of apple fine products i am giving you my apple laptop that you guys can shit on me for guess what guys apple is intuitive so what uh, beat me up all you want I can get very creative on it and I don't have to get too technical. Feature, not a bug. Anyways, Nico, what's your meme score? Dude, I love Apple shit too. Um, I'm that type of guy. I know Odell would look at me, look down on me right now, but it's convenient and it's good to make content. That's what it's good for. I'm not a coder. I've never been, right? So anyways, I'm going to give it a hairdryer. Not only is it a hairdryer, it's a purple hair dryer. Nico, I think you're reusing scores, bro. <laughs> Cotton 4K. <laughs> Fine. It's one reuse of a hair dryer. Fine. It's a hair dryer and this metal nut thing. What about you, Justin? What would you give those? Uh, I give those memes this little carabiner that won't hold you, but it's lighter and more efficient than one that will actually hold you up if you need it. Oh, very good scores. Very good scores. Anyways, guys, we want to know who are those scores. You disagree. Make sure to subscribe to Simply Bitcoin's blog, Simply Bitcoin Unfiltered. You just got to visit simplybitcoin.news. It's easy. It's free. Also, join our awesome Telegram group. Also free. The link's down in the, in the description. 
And that's where you could link us Bitcoin memes to review that we'll review on the meme review. It's freaking awesome. Anyways, Opti, there was a software release. Let's check it out. Bitcoin software release brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that stores their Bitcoin seed on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage, dog attacks, everything. Your seed can be eaten by dogs or cats or animals if you store it on paper. You definitely want to store your seed on steel and there's no better place to do it than the CypherSafe. Get yourself a Cypher wheel or a Cypher grid today. Visit CypherSafe.io. All right, guys. All right, what do we have for us? What's today? up? What's up? We have Raspi Blitz version 1.8.0 adds web UI and additional features like backend API, ZRAM, Core Lightning, GRPC plugin, Albi connection menu. Let's go. Homer dashboard, itchy sets, and CK bunkers, CLI install script, guys. So, of course, check us out on Google, on Spotify, on Anchor. And if you love what we do here, we are on Fountain and we will take your sats, stream us some sats in the Bitcoin value for value economy. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Nico, roll this one out. This has been a, I've had fun today. This is a good one. Yeah, this has been a good show. Very informative lightning talk. Also, before we go, I want to give a shout out to our clothing sponsor, RepresentLTD.com. Opti and I wear the hoodies every single day. Yeah, that's right. I'm wearing the Decentralized merch. Opti's wearing the Decentralized merch. We're just in different colors. It's awesome. They're making Bitcoin merch. They're making... Opti, show the back. Show the back. Show the back. Show the back. There we go. Model for the camera, Opti. There you go. Decentralized. He's so committed. He's sweating in the hoodie. Guys, you can take I advantage am. of the promo. <laughs> you can take advantage of the promo code down below to get 10% off anything off the representltd.com. Guys, that was our show. Justin, thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you tell everybody where they could find you and where they could find out more about Voltage? Um, you can find me at Twitter. I'm so totally sweet on Twitter. Um, never posting anything productive, but sometimes fun. Uh, and then Voltage... Uh, What's our URL these days? We've moved it a couple of times. Voltage.cloud. Um, so come find us at voltage.cloud. Sign up for a node. Takes like two minutes. Get some free inbound, all that. Awesome. Yep, there you go. I'm, I'm going to pop it up for you guys because you guys can see it. There's the URL. Voltage, voltage.cloud. Make lightning easy. That's what I got from talking to Justin, right? Make running a bit a lightning node easy. Definitely wanna definitely wanna go check those guys out. Anyways, Justin, I'll be right back. Guys, that was our show. Thank you so much for tuning in to Simply Bitcoin. Like we're saying, we're transitioning to a live show. Bear with us. We got to run out the schedule of guests that we had scheduled before we transitioned to a live show. But it's 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 on restream. So hopefully the audio doesn't sync. Hopefully you guys get the episode. We're gonna upload it anyways. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Simply Bitcoin. We love you all. It really helps us if you smash that like button. And of course, if you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news, definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin. It'd help us out tremendously. And of course, we will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Simply Bitcoin. Which one's the best crypto asset? Well, Bitcoin's the best crypto asset. Okay. What's the second best? There is no second best. <laughs>